What a waste of his beautiful face. I know you're tired. I know you're hurting. And I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational. But that just wouldn't be our style. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Style Guide Podcast with your hosts Dave Morris and Stephen Orr. How are you today, Stephen? I'm awesome. I'm I'm pumped about today's episode. Of course you are. Of course I am. Of course, of course I am. You how about are, yourself? Yeah. I am uh how would I put it? If I could put how I'm feeling today into one word, it would be Whoa. Oh man, that's that's solid because <laughs> because of who we're talking about. Who are we talking about today? We're talking about great Canadian actor Keanu Reeves. Whoa, great Canadian raised actor Keanu Reeves? Not not was he raised Canadian? I guess so. Yeah, he wasn't born in Canada, but he was raised here. He's enough of a Canadian to be a Canadian. <laughs> well, I think he's got Canadian citizenship, so he counts I'm sure as he Canadian. does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he does. I mean, his his what his, his mother was English. His father was like uh, uh, from Hawaii. Yeah, and he was born in Canada. And, and he was no, he was, and he was born in Beirut. Oh, okay. But was raised in Canada, so we can call it for all intents and purposes of, of nationality. He is a great Canadian actor. Which does that make him our second great Canadian actor profile? Who's our first? Rick Moranis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Rick Moranis definitely great Canadian actor. Keanu Reeves definitely Canadian actor. Uh, don't don't get started with me. It it is too early to do that, Dave, in the podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm just giving our listeners a bit of a um uh, I'm foreshadowing. Uh, and giving them a bit of a hint as to how each of us feel about Keanu Reeves, uh, which is that you love him more than anything. <laughs> and I think he's an actor. I think he's an actor. <laughs> I may own more Keanu Reeves films than all other actors combined. Really? Yeah, I think I think that's the case. Okay, well then you're taking the lead on this one. Uh, tell me, what? what tell, tell, who, who is Keanu Reeves to you? Keanu Reeves is such just a wonderful, wonderful actor to follow. His... His films, for a while, I, I called him my guilty pleasure actor, but that's that's not even true. I don't feel guilty about it. He is just my my pleasure actor. I yeah, just, I, you just said that. <laughs> I, I enjoy all, I enjoy watching him act. I enjoy most of his films, and he's he's a lot of fun. I think he, I think he is better than he gets credit for, and... I don't think like I think the the cliche of whoa is is an unfair portrayal of someone who no he is not an incredible actor with amazing range but I think he does what he does very well and he consistently is is excellent in whatever film he's in. Mhm. And that's all that's all you can ask of an actor man. It's you know not everyone can be Leonardo DiCaprio succumbing to cold weather in in the canadian canadian north in order to fight a bear <laughs> i like they just took a swing at rick moranis <laughs> <laughs> why 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 uh okay good yeah you know and keanu reeves i, I like keanu reeves i, I like him i like him I, I i think he's fine i think the roles he plays he fits in them very well but i've never i would never in a million years describe myself as a keanu reeves fan but you would. Yeah. I I would go see a movie just because Keanu Reeves was in it. And I'm going to let, let's let's start here because I think I think uh, I think part of the reason why is that your introduction to Keanu Reeves was probably, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it was probably either Speed or The Matrix. See, that's that's good and 
I would say Speed was probably the second film I saw him in. The first would have been Point Break. Okay, so you were introduced during Point Break time. Okay, so that that's early. That's early. Or was that just the first movie of his you saw? That was the first movie of his I saw. Because you have to remember, I think I was four years old when Point Break came out. So yeah. I, I probably didn't... Well, I definitely didn't see it in theaters. But that's... I, I have strong... I. I I have a strong sentimental attachment to Keanu Reeves because that movie I probably saw in the late 90s and that movie is awesome. It awesome, like in in the classical sense of the word, I am filled with awe when I watch the movie Point Break and that has influenced all of my Keanu Reeves watching since. Fascinating. Well, see that 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 might explain it cuz Point Break is an amazing film. And yeah, you're right. It is awesome. It is uh I mean, I could, we could talk. We could do a whole podcast just on Point Break. <laughs> Done. I'll do it right now. Let's not talk about Keanu Reeves. Because <laughs> Point Break was like, I, I, I'm picturing a writer's room, and someone's like, uh, "So, what kind of action should we put into this movie?" And then they just listed all kinds of action, and then just put it into the movie. <laughs> there's a there's a skydiving, skydives without a parachute. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's got everything you could ever want in an action movie. It's great. It's a wonderful film. And uh, uh, Keanu Reeves' second film with Patrick Swayze, actually. What was his first? Uh, his first film was, um, oh, what was it called? Oh, well, no one will have ever seen it. Young Blood. Where okay. it's a hockey movie with Rob Lowe, Patrick Swayze, and Keanu Reeves plays a French Canadian uh, goaltender. Anyway, um, but it is a fantastic film, and so I can see how if if that's your opening introduction to Keanu Reeves, that he is now amazing. Because my introduction to Keanu Reeves, can you guess what it is? I would say it's The Matrix, or no, no, I'm I'm an idiot. It's Bill and Ted. Of course it's yeah, Bill, and, Bill Ted. and Ted. It was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is my introduction to Keanu Reeves. So <laughs> the Keanu Reeves that I met growing up was uh, was Ted Theodore Logan, who's like a, a like rock and roll surfer dude and is kind of silly and goofy. And then I watched him transition into action star, which actually really wasn't that big of a transition, but I just don't think I saw point break until after i'd already seen bill and ted's bogus journey again uh the second one that came out even though point break i think came out between the two it did yeah so like he was he was ted to me for the longest time until i think it was yeah until uh until speed came out and then i watched point break as well but i never saw saw it before then so before speed he was he was just a goofy funny comedic actor and then he all of a sudden transitioned into an action star well, and if you look at his career, like from Youngblood, where he plays a French-Canadian goalie, to something like Bill and Ted, where he plays a slacker, stoner sort of character, to Point Break, to Little Buddha, where he plays Prince Siddhartha, like, and then we get, and then we get to Speed. You're like, this is such a strange set of films for this for this actor. Yeah, and so like that's for me why I kind of laugh when people talk about him as being a particular type or a particular cast. Those are radically different films that require completely different things from the actor. And <laughs> and then you get to The Matrix or The Devil's Advocate. Yeah, Devil's Advocate. That's a good one. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I never... Keanu Reeves has never been an actor whose, whose career I've ever been interested in following. But this is what I will say about him, is all of the movies that I have seen with him. I think I said this to you when we decided to do Keanu Reeves. I said that that I've only ever seen the good Keanu Reeves movies because <laughs> I don't watch the bad ones. So I haven't seen most of his films. I've only seen like the, the ones that are actually uh, good movies. 
Uh, with the exception for the Matrix sequels. Oh, zing, sick burn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, that that's that's one of the things where he has certainly done some movies that I would that are critically bad movies, but I I still appreciate those. I I actually watched the the day the Earth stood still for the first time while prepping for this podcast, and I went, wow, this movie is not as bad as the Rotten Tomatoes twenty one percent would would have you believe. Is it twenty two percent? Hey. <laughs> it, it it's one of those things where Keanu Reeves just like he he's consistently fun to watch and to, in a way like when you watch Nicolas Cage you have no idea what you're getting you like any Nicolas Cage film it could be uh, the most serious role ever and then Nicolas Cage decides he's going to play it as a wacky clown with Keanu Reeves you're 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 never going to get something that's totally weird and unexpected but it's it's a steady performance from him i find it's you know it he he's a he's a workman when it comes to being an actor i think mm-hmm. what do you mean workman uh it, reliable it's it's mm. you know he he's there to do the job that that everyone expects of him i guess you know? sort of like sort of like adam sandler uh no um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i like on the surface, like that just like that made me feel uncomfortable in my heart. That comparison, um, but you and, know, I mean, like you know, Adam Sandler movies—they are like a guaranteed box office return for producers. Like, <laughs> okay, yes, you you are cor- correct in that that point. <laughs> I'm just bugging you. I'm just bugging you. Uh, everyone knows Keanu Reeves is a much more superior actor than Adam Sandler. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for saying it so that I didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Okay, so so uh, my introduction was Bill and Ted, obviously. Your introduction was Point Break. Uh, how much, uh, and has that has that really affected our viewing pleasure of uh, of uh, Keanu Reeves? Like, have you seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? I have, and I, I really enjoyed both that and Bogus Journey. I think that they're, they are movies that I think very few actors could effectively play the role uh, that he plays, and and Bill as well, uh, in in those films. And so, I think that I think that he is such an excellent person for that role too. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah. Polly Shore could play play in the Bill and Ted films, but I don't think a lot of actors could. Um, I guess I agree with that. Um. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was like the most difficult role in the world to play, but he does it really well. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's it's particularly hard to play or even that nuanced, but that kind of character can get really annoying. And a perfect example of that is Polly Shore. Polly Shore is an actor who gets annoying after about ten minutes on screen, and I didn't find in the Bill and Ted movies that I was I was frustrated watching uh, Keanu Reeves or Alex Winter in, in mm-hmm. those roles. Yeah, I think um, I think the best part of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is uh, uh, William uh, Sadler. Is that his name? William Sadler. He's in DS9. He plays uh, Section 31. <laughs> you know that actor? He plays Death in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Uh, isn't... Who's George Carlin in the films? George Carlin is the dude from the future that brings in the uh, okay. phone booth. 
Yeah. Okay. I wow. It, it has been a while since I'd seen those films because for some reason I thought he was death, but no, he's not. He's not. <clears throat> no, he does not play death. Um, Will Sadler, William Sadler, he does a fantastic job as death. Yeah, they are great movies, and those are like childhood favorites of mine. Films, both of them. Uh, like watching them uh, whenever I needed to just like a, a relax, like as a as like a twelve, thirteen year old, just wanted to watch something that was kind of funny and silly and easy. I would put that on or Back to the Future. Back to the Future has a little more heart though. Yeah, I think it has a lot more heart than than Bill and Ted. Yeah, but but it is what has it is like a movie that I watched more more than once, like many times, and so in my mind, that's Keanu Reeves to me is Ted Theodore Logan. Yeah, yeah, I, like burnt like burned into my brain. So when I see him in other things, it feels like oh, Ted is now an action star. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, totally, totally, because that's that's my struggle when I say watch Little Buddha or I try and uh, try and watch him in something like Lake House, which, you know, later on he did. I'm like, this is very strange to see action star Keanu Reeves in a in a more serious or more spiritual role. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because he was never an action star to me. And now he is all of a sudden. Yeah. Especially now that he's moved on to something like uh, John Wick or The Neon Demon, where he definitely plays a very different kind of role these days. Hmm. Uh, neither of which I've seen. John Wick, I recommend that everyone sees. It, it, if, it is it is one of the good ones. I only watch good Keanu Reeves movies. I, I think it is it is both a good Keanu Reeves movie and a great action movie. Uh, mm. I, I, I don't know. like How into the action movie genre are you? Very very i i think that it does a lot of a lot of things very well as an action movie uh it it creates a world that you you are interested in the characters are fun and nuanced it's it's well shot it's the writing is surprisingly crisp for an action movie and everyone who who's in it does their job effectively from all the way from keanu reeves down to john leguizamo yeah, uh, to William Defoe, like they're they're all a lot of fun in it. So more like Speed, less like Speed Two. Y- yeah, uh huh. <laughs> speed okay. Speed Two being a train wreck uh, on uh, on a cruise ship, and and John Wick <laughs> being a I guess cruise ship on a cruise ship. I don't know. A train wreck on a cruise ship. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, so action star Keanu Reeves. He's the one that we all know now. So where where do you want to go here? Where do you want to go from here? So you 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 really see him as Ted Theodore Logan, but but in in his other films. So let's talk about some of his other films that you enjoyed. What do you what do you like when you see him in say Speed or when you see him in The Matrix or or what whatnot? Um, yeah. So Speed Speed feels like, and this is this is weird. Ted Ted grew up. And became a cop. And kind of got his act together. Went to military school like his dad always wanted him to. And kind of, you know, like got his got his stuff together and became a police officer. Because in Speed, he still has that funny, goofy element to him. You know? Like shoot the hostage. And like the joking at the beginning with, uh, with what's his name? Um, um, uh, yeah, I know what's his name. <laughs> oh, how can we not remember his name? Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels, yeah, I think. The joking with Jeff Daniels at the beginning. Um, and then, like, he shoots him, and it's like, I didn't, I think he'd actually shoot the hostage. He's like, hey, shoot the hostage. And, like, still has kind of that goofiness to him. So, Speed, I see him as Ted Theodore Logan in that. Um, speaking of which, also, same with Point Break. Because Point Break, he is literally playing a surfer dude cop. 
uh, which is totally Ted grown up, you know. Uh, so it felt like in the career of Keanu Reeves, he went from being a stoner teenager to a police officer. <laughs> see, and that's funny because I can see how Speed could be taken as a sequel to Point Break. Like at the at the end of, yeah, uh, yeah. of Point Break when he throws his badge badge away and he quits being a cop, you're like, yeah, okay, he's done. And then in Speed, he's like, no, I decided I still wanted to be a cop and do things, but do things my way. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm jaded with the system. So if you see it like, you know, Ted grew up and became a cop for Point Break and went undercover because he's a surfer and then went and got big data cop and did speed it kind of all makes sense in my brain but i do enjoy uh i do enjoy point break and speed is good speed's a good movie i haven't watched it in such a long time that it might be a bad movie it's not it holds up 100 percent. okay and because it does have you know uh, sandra bullock you're right it, it does have sandra bullock in it and but it, it uh, is her second best role yes I, I I think she's she is watchable in it, uh, and and I think Keanu Reeves is great. He's such a he's he's everything you want out of a charming, daring action hero cop. Yeah. Except he's not Bruce Willis. Like he's he's a close second to Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so yeah, so for those movies, it all kind of fits together into the same image of Keanu Reeves in my brain. This sort of goofy, funny guy. Um, except he just becomes a cop later on. Uh, and then it does totally go off the rails from that point on. And he becomes a very different type of uh, character. So like Johnny Mnemonic. Although, you know, even Johnny Mnemonic kind of worked because he's like a fuck up. Oh, sorry, I totally didn't need to make you edit that. He's uh, he's like a goof up <laughs> of, uh, of a courier, you know, like he's a little, little he, he's not the best at it. So it still kind of fits with this like kind of goofy, silly character, even though he's now caught in an action movie. But once it gets to the Devil's Advocate, it totally changes all that. All that switches over. Yeah, and the the, the Devil's Advocate is a I that film I would say is a guilty pleasure film because it's probably a bad film on the surface, but I I have enjoyed it ever since the first time I saw it and continue to enjoy it. Uh, I think. Al Pacino is at his ridiculous best in there. Yeah. Keanu, Keanu Reeves' terrible southern accent aside. Um, <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing. Like Keanu Reeves, he's best when, when he plays what you see. Uh, he, he doesn't look like a, a, southern, uh, a southern lawyer at all. Uh, but he, he's able to kind of play that, that, cocky, that cocky lawyer role. I just wish they hadn't done this ridiculous accent for him in that film. Yeah, and and I think you're right. I think that that that's a different kind of film than than Speed than than some of the stuff we saw before. But at the same time, it's not as if he then went on to continue to do serious roles. Like he, his next film after that was The Matrix, right? I think it was. Yep, it definitely was. Yeah, and so it, like he, and then he goes on to do. He, he does go on to do some other things like Sweet November or Hardball or Something's Gotta Give, but he's still in, interested in, in those kind of action, action-y roles. That, that never really goes away in his career. Uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely kind of become a, uh, action star. Yeah, and it, but it feels more honest from him than, say, somebody like, uh, who is it in the Taken movies? I have no idea. Taken uh, the, you know the, 
you you've taken my daughter i'm gonna kill you guy <laughs> liam neeson liam neeson yeah it, like liam neeson i never believe as an action movie star it it seems ridiculous whenever like shots of him running seem like he's tired whereas keanu reeves when he's when he's in an action movie i'm like yeah you are a a rugged sort of action hero character and and i believe you in that role yeah and you know what i think made it work for me the transition so like i've been talking about this this keanu reeves in my head as this goofy ted character who started doing being doing police action movie things but was still kind of silly and goofy and and all that stuff and johnny mnemonic still kind of a beep up but then the matrix started him out as like a nerdy slacker yeah right he was always late for work he didn't care he was you know he was a a slacker Uh, again that kind of screw up character that ted logan was but then he gets a computer stabbed into the back of his head and all of a sudden he knows kung fu and so they like like literally transformed him from this Ted Theodore Logan character into uh, an action star by programming him. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so The Matrix I never thought was weird for for Ted Theodore Logan to be in. It felt perfectly, it felt great because they turned him into an action star for the movie. And then from that point on, he's an action star. (laughs) So... (laughs) So maybe maybe something like the replacements, where he plays the the former All American quarterback uh, Shane Falco. I haven't seen it. Is it good? It is. Uh, it's a good sports movie. <laughs> See, I only watch good Keanu Reeves movies, so <laughs> I don't know if I'll watch it. <laughs> as far as a sports movie, it does everything that you want a sports movie to do. Is it is it a good film in itself? Pro- probably not. And it's definitely one of those films that that is filled with the casual racism and sexism of the '90s, like the, the stuff that Great. was totally acceptable in in sports films in the '90s, where you're just like, no, this this makes me a little uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> you guys should probably not be saying a lot of that stuff. But it's <laughs> like he he plays. I I never would believe Keanu Reeves was once a a quarterback. And maybe that's on me. Like maybe, maybe that's just because I I don't I don't watch football. I don't care much about football. But I've never I, I I don't know. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who once had a thriving football career. So how do you how do you explain Point Break then? Was he a quarterback in that one? A former yeah. quarterback? Yes, he was. Hmm. Because hmm. I don't. Because I always kind of picture him as the the surfer. Even though you're right in that film, he has to learn how to surf. Yeah, he doesn't learn how to surf, but he was a football player. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I guess I guess I believed it there, and it just wasn't. Yeah, and you never see him play football. Well, you see him play touch football on the beach. Yeah, but that's that's different than playing real football on a field. Even, even I can tell the difference there, Dave. <laughs> Continue. I, I I don't know. It's just the replacements. I I mean. Part of part of that film is they're all replacement players, and so you know they're you're you're not supposed to entirely believe them all. They're a team of of random misfits brought together for for a few games in a season, and so like there's supposed to be something unbelievable about it. But at the same time, I just it seemed strange to me. Mm-hmm. But part of that's like Gene Hackman. I would believe Gene Hackman as a former quarterback more than I would believe Keanu Reeves as a former quarterback. Fair enough. And that's but Gene Hackman has range. So uh, you brought up the replacements because 
He's not really an action star in that, is he? No, I mean it's a sports movie, right? So, mm-hmm. and then and then like yeah, so there's a lot of these movies between The Matrix and The Matrix Reloaded that I haven't actually seen because I don't know if they were good Keanu Reeves movies. <laughs> uh, most of them are are just like bad movies in general, like the The Gift uh, or Sweet November. I never don't, seen that one. You can't. No, okay, um, Sweet November is I. I love that film. I shouldn't. It's a bad film. It's a romantic drama. No one in it is any good. And yet, that movie has a special place in my heart, and I have no idea why. I think I've only even seen it once. Yeah, interesting. I've never, I have no idea what it is. But it's got Charlize Theron in it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's some, I, the, the plot is something along, like, Keanu Reeves is trying to win over Charlize Theron's character, uh, and she's, she's really, she's not, she, she's not interested in a relationship, blah, 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 and it, it, it turns out it's because she's terminally ill, I think, and doesn't want to get into a relationship, and, uh, mm. and he's trying to woo her anyway, it, it, it's not a good movie. It sounds like a romantic uh, comedy. It is, it is not a comedy. It's a romantic drama. It's played straight as a drama, and it's a bad film, but it's got a special place in my heart. Yeah. So the only movie I've seen between the two Matrixes uh, was Hardball, uh, which is uh, which is one of my favorite kinds of movies. So I obviously am going to like it. Yeah. Those of uh, uh, those of our listeners who remember our sports film episode uh, will remember that you you do enjoy this film quite a bit uh yeah this whole this whole genre of film which is someone gets for some reason by the courts has to go coach a kid's sports team uh it's mighty ducks with baseball basically and instead of Emilio Estevez it's Keanu Reeves yeah right that's that's pretty much all it is that's pretty much all it is I think it's the exact same same it's the exact same story otherwise <laughs> um, and it's fantastic and it's great and i love it so uh that one is just like it's just I, I can't not like that movie so i don't know if keanu reeves made it good or if it was just the fact that it was the movie <laughs> you know so it's it's a hard it's not a very good measuring stick no but this this is the thing like I, keanu reeves i don't think makes any movie great he's not that kind of actor i don't he's not a jodie foster He's 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 not a Jodie Foster. He's he's more like a fucking Adam Sandler. Yeah, oh, he's an Adam Sandler. Okay, so so he doesn't make any movie great uh, by being in it himself, but he doesn't. But he he fits into the movie fine, is what you're saying. Yeah, and I think that has a lot to do with his kind of his. He's an understated actor. He's more. He, he's he's more careful about how he acts than than a lot of other actors. So you're never going to get an amazing performance out of him, but you're also never really going to get a terrible one. And I think a lot of what he does is just really he's subtle. He he does a lot with his face in in careful movements, but he doesn't like. I I don't know if I can ever remember a scene where like Keanu Reeves is screaming, you know, like super emotionally over the top screaming. Yeah, like that's just not his style. Uh, in uh, Point Break, he does once. Does he? And he points his gun at the sky and he goes, ah! and he shoots because he can't kill Brody because he loves him so much. Oh, such a great film. Such Perfect a great film. film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember overhearing a conversation between two people arguing about whether Die Hard or Point Break was a better action movie. Huh. Yeah, I know. Let's not do it, but it was 
We, maybe we do a whole podcast comparing the two. Anyway, um, <laughs> sticking with Keanu Reeves. So this is where, like, like okay. So this is where he's just sort of, in my mind, become an action star. And most of the movies since The Matrix, I haven't really seen. Like, I remember seeing Constantine. I, I think I saw A Scanner Darkly, but I don't quite remember what happens there. And then it was just, like, John Wick and all these other sort of movies that came out that I never ended up seeing. So so this is where you got to tell me. What's, what's happened with Keanu Reeves? Okay, well, so Constantine, uh, you, you, did, you saw Constantine. Did you enjoy it? I remember not not enjoying it. You know, like yeah. I didn't I didn't hate it or anything. It was it was a fun action movie. Well, and that's the thing. Like it's not even a it's not very actiony. That's there's very little where that that happens in the movie that I would call actiony. It's it's a it's based on the co- the the Constantine comics and and based is a strong word for what what they do with it. It's 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 a very loose adaptation, but it's this kind of magical detective almost noir film not quite noir but like he's supposed to play this you know moody this moody detective and who who happens to deal with magic and and i think he does that role really effectively and then he goes and he does something like the lake house where he plays again opposite sandra bullock uh a a in a romantic drama and then he does a scanner darkly where it's a great adaptation of a Philip K. Dick story that it's it's different and it's weird and his character, you know, blurs the line between being an addict and being a cop and living in these these very different worlds. And it's a very different character than we'd, we'd seen from, from him prior. And then he does Street Kings, which is a dumb crime thriller. And then he plays Klaatu in The Day the Earth Stood Still which is he plays this kind of alien that doesn't really understand the human emotional experience. And you're like, oh, Keanu Reeves has to play a, a two by four. And he, <laughs> but he does it with the same subtlety that he brings to his other roles. And we're not in a Keanu Reeves renaissance like we are with, uh, what's his name from True Detective? Matthew McConaughey. Like it's yeah. not... It's it's not the oh this is the revelation that Keanu Reeves is this amazing actor. It's it's all the same sort of subtlety that he brings until you get to something like John Wick where he he amplifies that. He 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 really is again just it's not that different a character from something like Speed or something like Point Break. It's just He's older and more mature and more careful about how he plays the role, but it's the same thing he's always been doing. So I don't think there's been a lot of change from, you know, 1991 to, to 2016, Keanu Reeves. They're still the same. It's just he's he's older and more mature now. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So I haven't missed anything then. I, 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 well, I don't, I don't think you've missed anything. Like Keanu Reeves isn't, isn't one of those actors you're going to point to and go, oh, you've, you've missed him. But I think, I think if you haven't seen John Wick and you like action movies, you should see it. Other than that, A Scanner Darkly is a good film. I don't, I don't particularly recommend anything else. You know, he's, yeah. he's not huge in the Neon Demon, and it's not a great film anyway. So, you know. It, it's hard to miss. Like, I, I don't know what there would be to miss with Keanu Reeves. As opposed to, and to bring it back to Leonardo DiCaprio, who we all know that I love, if... <laughs> <laughs> what? What's wrong with loving Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> no, no, man, I love Leo. He's good. He's good. 
<laughs> you, you don't love him. Not in the Hello. same way that I do. Hey, man. The, the man in the iron mask is a masterpiece. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is with Leonardo DiCaprio, I would point to something like, I'd say you need to see The Departed or you need to see The Aviator or uh, even The Revenant or Django Unchained. Like, those are like there's movies there's movies of Leo's that you would want to point people to mm-hmm. so to see how great of an actor he is. Yeah. Whereas Keanu Reeves just uh, you know just watch some of his movies. <laughs> yeah, just just put it on and and let let the cool breeze over the mountains wash over you. Oh, nice nice drop in there. Nice drop in there. For those of you who uh, are not as smart as Stevo, Keanu translates it it means cool breeze over the mountains. And, and just to be clear, as smart as Stevo means able to read Wikipedia, like we're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And actually, you no. Know, to, to jump onto your point, you were just making about how, like, with other actors, you point them to movies that you get to see them at their best. And Keanu Reeves, you don't necessarily point them to a movie to see him at his best. You just point them to a movie that is good that he was in. Yeah. Like The Matrix is a good movie. Keanu Reeves in it is fine. He's good. He's good in it. He's good in it. But he's just as good in The Matrix as he is in Generation Um, except Generation Um just isn't a good movie. Yeah, or or to even do a better example, between The Matrix and The Matrix Revolutions, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's just as good in both of them. Yeah, Th- this is one of the things that I I kind of kind of find amazing about him, in, in especially between those two films. So he he his girlfriend at the time, I think. I'm, try- I'm trying to remember the exact details of it. They, there was a, uh, he had a tragedy with her where there was a, a miscarriage or something like that, and then she later died in a car accident. His girl, his, uh, his like wife. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Maybe they were never they married, were, but yeah, yeah, his girlfriend who, who, she, yeah, they had a, a stillborn baby, and then she died in a car accident like two years right. after that. Which I think I, I don't know the timeline of it, but looking at when his movies came out, I'm thinking it was around 2006. I think it was the early 2000s when it happened. Because there's like a gap in his movie making from 2006 to 2008. So I feel like that might have been when he took some time off. Yeah, and, and he, he, took, he took some time, time off. But he, like, this is the thing. That's the kind of event that you could see really shaking an actor or really changing in, in, in a way that's totally understandable. And, and yet at the same time, when I look at Keanu Reeves' movies, I don't go, oh, this is, this is a movie where clearly later, like something happened and he changed. He's, he's mostly the same on screen. And that's, that's an impressive quality considering the, kind of the stuff that he went through. Yeah, like, Rick, like we, we've mentioned Rick Moranis a couple times as another great Canadian actor because a similar situation happened to him when his wife passed away. And he basically got out of the movie business. Yeah. And just started doing some voiceover work and making a country western album, whereas Keanu Reeves just kept kept going, took time off a little, and then he just kept going. He's still just making movies. Yeah, or like even compare it with someone like Nick, Nicolas Cage, who when he, you know, when he was broke, he started doing a bunch of bad films and really just trying to churn out films quickly for the money. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's when the per- your personal life bleeds into your acting and and not only the the way that you portray a role but the roles that you're willing to take it's i'm i'm impressed when that doesn't happen because it seemed i, I 
I'm never going to be a Hollywood actor. Yeah. But it, it seems to me like that would be something that it would be so easy for your personal life to bleed into your career. And with Keanu Reeves, I really, I don't think that it has. And that's fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it makes him an amazing actor. Just again, to be clear, I'm just saying that that's, that's interesting to see in, in somebody who is a creative person where where that creativity kind of there are hard limits as to where they go and yeah wow yeah so i feel like uh we've talked about keanu reeves through my experiences with him um and sort of like how i like watched him go from ted to a cop to uh getting a bunch of martial arts uploaded into his head and then he was an action star from that point forward which I don't think is true at all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is completely wrong. That's just those are the movies that I saw in the order I saw them in. What is uh, what? What's your what's your experience with Kenner? It's like what is it that that brought you into him being your guilty pleasure actor? Like, is it just happened to be that his movies are your guilty pleasure movies, or is it just like when Keanu Reeves is on the screen, you're like, ah, Keanu Reeves? Is it because you kind of look like Keanu Reeves? Do I? Sure. That I. You know, uh, you're, that's, you're like a, a tallish white guy with a nice jaw. <laughs> I'm I'm the Canadian Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the unfamous Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. So so what is it? What is it that drew you into Keanu Reeves? Like like what is it that did it? Like I mean, I'm sure lots of people would watch The Matrix often and whenever they wanted, like they could put on The Matrix and have a good time watching it. And maybe it's like a guilty pleasure movie to watch The Matrix uh, Reloaded or something like that. <laughs> but um. But like, what is it that makes him your, what is it that makes him your, uh, your, you know, Jodie Foster? For, for me, it's, it's that Keanu Reeves consistently, he consistently gives me what I expect. And in, I, I, I guess that in, in something like uh, Hollywood, that's really rare. It's really rare to have an actor who always gets the job done in that sort of way. That that seems to me an impressive skill. And and I guess what makes it kind of guilty for me is is the fact that a lot of people just think he's a bad actor. A lot of people say that Keanu Reeves is a bad actor and that he's his films are bad. And I I just think that that's that's an unfair characterization of his body of work. I don't I have a hard time looking at all the things that he's done and saying that he's consistently been bad in them or that his films have been consistently bad. Mm. I see. So it's uh, you. He's one of your pleasure actors, as you said before. <laughs> and the only reason it's guilty is because other people say that he's bad. Yeah. Like he's been nominated for lots of golden raspberries for being the worst actor. And that like i'm again he doesn't deserve an oscar for his portrayal in, in in anything but to say that he is so he's he is bad enough to be the worst i think is ignores that we live in a world where nicolas cage exists yeah true nicolas cage is a bad actor like I, he has had some good roles and 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 done some good stuff but he consistently churns out crap and and I, I I don't think you can really say that that Keanu Reeves does that. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think I agree with that statement. I wouldn't call him a bad actor. I would say he falls into the same in my brain falls into the same kind of category as as your Julia Roberts's and Bruce Willis's who 
are just consistently the same person in every movie. Right. They have their their one way that they act or like, you know, like Martin Freeman, who's yeah. always the same, like sort of polite, awkward character. <laughs> and Keanu Reeves has that where he's always kind of the same sort of like, uh, whoa, like uh, kind of I can't believe the situation I'm in right now. Um, and he always is the same, which I think puts him up for the running for bad actor. Right. Because you don't act differently you know he's not like uh, daniel day lewis or anything like that where you don't recognize him in a movie you always he always acts the same and i guess people because he acts somewhat like a surfer ted theodore logan dude they assume that that means he's a bad actor because he's acting like a kind of like an idiot and and i guess for me the thing is i i see the characters as similar certainly there is a base quality to keanu reeves and then I think the different films he's in are are subtle variations on that. So his character in the replacements is like he he you're right he could be a surfer sort of character and he currently in the film like he, a former football player who I think cleans boats for a living like that's the <laughs> that's the character nice. in it. But he's he's got a kind of angry wit to him. Like he's a jaded former football player who who regrets the chance that he he once had and no longer does. But to to kind of get that fullness from him, you really have to watch his face. You have to listen to the way that he delivers lines. And it's super easy to just say, oh, he to to watch it and go, oh no, he's just delivering his line straight. But it, I I don't think he is. I think there's there's just a little bit of a different emotion in there, which is different than you get from the the devil's advocate, where he has to play this very cocky lawyer who always knows what he's doing, who's always the best. And and they're delivered very similarly, but it's a subtle difference. And yeah, and I know I think um I think one of the biggest the, the knocks against the, the the thing that's keeping him from being recognized as an actor who acts well at all. Because I think everything you're saying is right. Like he is, he, he does fine. He acts great. He looks, he says things that are believable. He uses facial expressions that look like a character. Um, and he acts well. But, and this kind of ties in with like how, how Canadians especially view Southern accents and see them as stupid immediately. Uh, like people from the Southern United States. Uh, we just, it, it's, it's the hick accent that we make fun of when we need to pretend we're stupid. We go, well, howdy, boys. That was not a very good example of the accent, but <laughs> you know what I mean. We have a prejudice towards that kind of accent. I think the surfer voice that Keanu Reeves has, we have a similar prejudice towards. And so the way he always kind of talks like this, we 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 see that as stupid and unintelligent and therefore bad. And that's why he gets this label of bad actor. Yeah, the way that like 70% of his lines could almost be a question. yeah. Well, and and it's the 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 sort of like the 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 like the, the just the right amount of rasp in his voice, and the depth, the deepness of it, that makes it seem as though he's stupid all the time. Whoa, uh, that was that an okay Keanu Reeves voice? It's not bad. Yeah, I you know I give it uh, I give it two Keanu Reeves out of. I, I actually I don't I don't know the Keanu Reeves it's just scale, out of, but I was it's just out, it's, it's out of two. <laughs> okay. So I think that that's partially why people view him as a bad actor as well, even though he's actually fine. He's actually a fine actor. All you need, all you need to prove that is watch Hardball. You'll cry. Yeah, I, I, I think just 
I was going to skate right over that, and then I realized that I, I was having trouble. <laughs> and then I remembered that you cry at the end of sports yeah, movies. Yeah, every, every so. under, underdog sport movie. Mm, gets me every time. And Die Hard. Gets me every hard. time. It's, it's not a great comparison to look at someone like Brad Pitt. and, and That's a fair comparison. You, really? You'd, you'd say that they're on Yeah, par? they're both white guys in Hollywood, and I, I see it. I see it. Brad Pitt, I think more people would point to him as a good actor. Uh, and they would say uh, roles like him in Fight Club, him in Snatch, mm. him in Twelve Monkeys, or Interview the Vampire, Inglorious yeah. Bastards. Mm. Yeah, I, I think he has done. I think you would you could say he has more range. Yeah, and I and I think that one of the I, I think Brad Pitt is terrible with accents too. I think that that's equally the case with with him and Keanu Reeves. But for some reason, both of them being pretty pretty boy actors they they get treated very differently and i don't think that brad pitt is a significantly better actor than keanu reeves um i think uh, a lot of people listening to this podcast are kind of going what (laughs) how could you say that (laughs) because i do i do think brad pitt is a significantly better actor than keanu reeves only because in brad pitt in different movies uh, looks different, sounds different, and moves different, and takes on so it, it totally embodies completely different characters. Whereas Keanu Reeves is generally Keanu Reeves. Like I can't think of one where he his voice sounds different and his body moves different. I think in every Brad Pitt movie I've seen. Except maybe the assassination of Jesse James, or maybe the Tree of Life, I I recognize that I'm watching Brad Pitt. Mm. Like he's he's never an actor who disappears into the role for me. No, definitely not. Yeah, he's not he's not a Jodie Foster. He is a look at me, look at how amazing I'm acting in this, and he draws attention to himself. Like in Glorious Bastards, he stands out so much in that film. But he he but because he's he's acting so different than other roles he's played in, and so he stands out because it's Brad Pitt acting in this very different way. Uh, so so Brad Pitt's definitely more of a standout actor than Keanu Reeves is, but I still think he is a better actor. Yeah, it just like I'm looking at the at Brad Pitt's filmography right here, and I like I consistently like his films. There's no denying that. But he, he and George Clooney and Keanu Reeves all have that very, they, they're, they're there in a film, 100%. And, like, I see them. I see Keanu Reeves in a Keanu Reeves role. I see Brad Pitt in a Brad Pitt role. Mm-hmm. And, and I, guess, I guess for me the, the, the fascinating thing is when an actor is... Like a great actor is one that is that disappears somewhat from their role. Daniel Day Lewis. Da- yeah, Daniel Day Lewis is a good example. He's I, he he's maybe the best example uh, working. Gary today. Oldman. Gary Gary Oldman is a great example. Yeah. I've seen Gary Oldman movies and not known he was in them. Yeah, yeah. Whereas that has never been the case with a Brad Pitt. Tom movie. Hanks. And I guess. Sorry, not Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise. You're saying Tom Cruise is a great actor, or he's a he's uh, a Keanu great. Reeves? Great, totally disappears into the role. 
because I, the, I, I know that there are other Tom Cruise movies other than Mission Impossible, but I currently can't. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Name. I'm just joking. Tom Cruise is not that, except for Tropic Thunder, where you didn't. I didn't know Tom Cruise was in that movie until the credits started to roll. Yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe it is unfair to say that Brad Pitt and Keanu Reeves are, are on the same level, certainly. I, I think that is what I'm having the problem with. <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm not gonna say Brad Pitt is at the same level of acting as Daniel Day Lewis, but I think he's closer to that than Keanu Reeves is. See, and I would just, I would say that Keanu Reeves and Brad Pitt are are on the same spectrum as actors. I would, I would put them in in a similar category. But Brad Pitt's still better. Y- yeah, I, I'm not gonna, I, I, I can't can deny try. that Brad Pitt is a better. You've actor. been trying, but you're not gonna win me over on that. I, well, no, like I, I, well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, no, I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't think he is, Keanu Reeves is a better actor than Brad Pitt, but I do think that they're similar in a lot of ways. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, and my, the thing is, I don't know why that is. I don't know what makes Brad Pitt work more than Keanu Reeves, even though I would say that they do they do a lot of similar sorts of things. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I mean, Brad Pitt is not just Brad Pitt in every movie. You know, he plays characters that are so different than than Ocean's Eleven Brad Pitt. Uh, whereas Keanu Reeves is always Keanu Reeves. And he always has the same goofy voice. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, that's like, like that. <laughs> like that alone is what puts Brad Pitt a step above Keanu Reeves. <laughs> but again, it puts Brad Pitt a step above Bruce Willis. Well, yeah, Bruce Bruce Willis is a terrible yeah. actor. Mm-hmm. I I I consistently like movies despite despite Bruce Willis. Yeah, cool. So let's uh, let's wrap up. Let's. I think we're getting to the end here. Uh, otherwise, we're just going to argue more about how Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis are the same, or Keanu Reeves and Bruce Willis. Whatever. Uh, let's wrap up here. So I'm going to ask you one one question that's kind of a two parter, and uh, and okay. that'll be and then you can then I'll then I'll answer as well. Favorite Keanu Reeves movie? Least favorite Keanu Reeves movie? Go. Favorite Keanu Reeves movie? I would say... I'm going to say Point Break. Like, I, I think John Wick is an incredible movie all around, but as a Keanu Reeves movie, Point Break wins by far. It's, uh, it, it's one of my favorite films that I would be ashamed of saying is my favorite film. Like, <laughs> you, you would pick Point Break over Schindler's List? Yeah, every every, every time. time, and you'd feel like, a little guilty about it, but not that guilty. Yeah, well, no, because I I don't I don't think Schindler's List is a great film. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. I think I I think Point Break is a great film, and Schindler's List is a good film, and and someone is gonna punch me in the mouth for saying that, but I I stand by it. I won't punch you for it. All right, least favorite Keanu Reeves movie. Go. Least favorite Keanu Reeves movie. I am going to say. The Lake House with Sandra Bullock, where he and Sandra Bullock both are renting the same lake lakeside cottage, uh, except they're renting it like two years apart, and but they're sending letters to each other through the mail in with time travel. Oh my cool! Wow, that's so cool. I mean, that sounds terrible. That's a bad movie. <laughs> it it would be. Co- I think I. I think what happen- what's happening is he, in 2004, is sending her letters in 2006, and she's writing back to him. 
and they fall in love with each but other. But it turns out he died in a car accident or something. I know. I think. I think at the end of the movie they actually meet up. Yeah, he shows up at the house again, and he's like, "Haha." Yeah, something like that. Thank you for your letter. It's Invited a dumb. Me. Yeah. It's it's dumb, and I think it's a bad use of Keanu Reeves. So. <laughs> cool. All right. Okay. My turn. Best. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go so easy on this. Best the Matrix. Worst the Matrix Revolutions. Yeah. Because the Matrix is an absolutely incredible film. Still, it still holds up. It's so good, man. It's so good. I rewatched it, and it is still a great movie, and I love watching it. And Keanu Reeves is perfect in it. Uh, he did the perfect transformation from goofy hacker to incredible action star who cares about things. It's uh, it's wonderful, and I, I could watch that movie every every couple days. It's like The Martian, you know. I could watch it like every day. Yeah. And then least favorite is definitely Matrix Revolutions because man, is that movie bad? Oh, it I it's hard to get through. Matrix Reloaded, I can get through. You know, like I can get all the way to the end. Matrix Revolutions, I can't. I can't even do it. I just fast forward to the final fight with Mr. Smith and then end it. Okay. Here's my question for you, though. Is that a bad Keanu Reeves movie or is it just a bad movie, period? It's a bad movie, period. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. So Keanu Reeves didn't make it any worse. In fact, he's the only part of the Matrix Revolutions that is not absolutely terrible. (laughs) But it's still just, yeah, it's a hard movie to watch. Oh, my gosh. Fair enough. He Fair wears enough. a. He wears a. And actually, you know what? It, it is bad because they just make Keanu Reeves wear a blindfold for most of the movie. Yeah, that's true. What a waste of his beautiful face. Yeah. Man, yeah, he does have a beautiful face. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Man. Uh, any other final thoughts, or are we uh, we we Keanu Reeves out? The only final thought is that I will add there is live listener feedback right now. Hannah from the other room just texted me to say she completely disagrees regarding my comment about Keanu Reeves and Brad Pitt. Thank you. See, so. see, I, you know what? There, she is not the only one out there who is doing that exact same thing right now. And I'm glad I spoke up and defended their their views. <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed that everyone that I know and love is wrong. Every, I can't believe you're all so wrong on this one. Yeah. Fundamental. I bet truth. there's even some people out there that were like, Nicolas Cage, a worse actor than Keanu Reeves? No way. <laughs> this, we might get hate mail. I can't wait. You can go to the styleguide.ca and click on the link that's uh, called Send Us Angry Email. And uh, please tell us your thoughts. All right. Nice. Uh, good good talking to you, Steve. It's nice to be doing another actor profile. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, good, good talk. Well, it's been nine episodes. It's been the same number of episodes that it's always been. Yeah, it feels like it's been longer. <laughs>